Welcome back. You're listening to Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads Chiropractic with Dr. Barry Taylor, naturopath based in Massachusetts at the New England Family Health Center. And we are talking about stress and negative emotions. And we're back with Dr. Barry Taylor's top 10 tips for healing stress and negative emotions. So here we go. Top 10 tips. Okay. In the service of learning how to feel more emotions, in the service of how to observe thought patterns that might be undermining or sabotaging us in ways that are just not constructive. Here we go. One, practice mindful breathing. When you and I are stressed, when you and I are in the midst of feeling things that are hard to feel and we we don't say, we might say we're really angry, but we might not know because we might just be very judgmental or critical. But when we're stressed or dealing with negative emotions, Practical number one is bring your awareness to the bottoms of your feet, bring some energy up through the bottoms of your feet, and start to do some belly breathing. You can do that sitting down or standing up. And this is, this is a whole world. So these are quick tips, right? Two, um, journal more. Do, do brain dumps, Dr. Steph. You know, just get your mind out there on paper. And there's a whole, there are books. There's ways that I coach people, but it's, it's a good tip to start to get your mind, your thoughts, what you feel out there in front of you. Do it in your iPad, do it in your you know, um, laptop, write it out. Start to get your unconscious out there. I don't know what I should write about. It's okay, put the pen or pencil on the paper, sit down at the keyboard, just type. Three, mindful walking. Practice some observing by walking slowly. There are these Qigong exercises that I do in workshops where you can, it's called a dragon walk, where you walk slowly, kind of like you're in molasses, and you bring your awareness down between your belly button and the top of your pubic bone. And, and you can do what's called a walking meditation where you're practicing mindfulness. And all of these things can start to call in different frequencies we are energetic beings, then just letting your mind and your emotions just go the direction that all of our default mechanisms have us go. Four, masterful communication. Dr. Steph, I mean, one of the things that I know a, a lot about, one of the things that I deal with, well, I don't know anywhere near as much as I'd love to know, is the whole world of stress and depression and anxiety are all related to how you communicate to yourself and how you communicate to others. It's very related to what are you listening to? Are you listening to that little, you know, uh, that little voice in your head that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you don't know how to do this? Are you listening to that voice in your head? You don't have enough time. You've got to do it perfectly. People might think I'm a fool. There are ways of learning about empathy, compassion, there are ways of making requests of other people and listening to yes, no, maybe. There are ways of making stands or declarations. I promise. I will do that. Where you work with a loved one, a brother, a sister, an employee, a friend, and, and you can practice communing and connecting that's different than just information exchange. But it takes a person to want to, oh, I'm curious. Not I'm a great communicator like I'm a great talker, but, but 
Do you have distinctions in listening? Five. Can I keep going? You can keep going. Loving it. Learn to value gratitude. So in the world of decreasing how demands show up as distressful, and you got a lot of demands, and you want to have them show up more like stress. Like they're demands, but they're not overwhelming you, right? They're not like variables coalescing like a perfect storm. Well, there are ways that you, people, you and I, all of us can practice gratitude. We can learn more about forgiveness and trust. We can be curious how to up our game and not take for granted well, I'm a pretty grateful person. You know, I, I, I got a great partner. She's, she's the best. Or I got a fabulous boss. And people at Crossword love working with you because you're a rock star of a caretaker employer. But any one of us can be open to not take for granted how well you are grateful and forgive, but to be open and curious and really take an inventory how could I have and where could I have a breakthrough in being in gra being grateful? Not just what I could be grateful for, but hmm, can I do a 21-day gratitude practice? Every night before I go to sleep, I'm going to write down three things or call to mind three things that I'm grateful for. And let me see what happens 21 days later. So I guide people in my Love Your Body program in gratitude, forgiveness, and trust exercises that last for a lifetime if you continue to work kind of like you can't just breathe on Mondays and think it's going to last on Tuesday and Wednesday. No, you got to keep breathing on Tuesday and Wednesday. So there are ways that stress can radically shift and transform when we're open to having breakthroughs in forgiveness, trust, and gratitude. And, and six, that we, we can open up and have an intention that no matter how smart, no matter how religious, no matter how good a person you are, and there are a lot of really good people who are unbelievably stressed. There are a lot of really good people who are very depressed. So I, I am opening people, and you know there's a little of this in my book, on creating breakthroughs about conditioned patterns. For people to recognize, particularly those people that are really open to growing themselves as human beings, that some of us, as we grow, we just don't want to be more successful. We really want to grow into learning lots of things about being more effective as a human being, that many of us have negative patterns that got conditioned in many ways. I speak about it in one short two- to three-page chapter, and there's a way of interceding and, and dealing with depression, anxiety, and stress by looking at these unconscious thought patterns. You don't necessarily think you're not good enough, but the way you think is all from that context. You don't necessarily constantly say to yourself, I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. but, but, but sometimes the way you operate in life is you just operate like you're, you're going to fail a lot. So very briefly, in terms of the last couple of ones, there are ways of looking at condition patterns, and then there are ways of releasing energy that people can deal with stress. And the last two, I'm going to slow down for a little bit. I'll give 30 seconds to each. Eight, eat more regularly, graze. Look at hypoglycemic patterns. 
There's a book called Sugar Blues, which is the relationship between hypoglycemia and depression. B vitamins, adrenal support can really help. In terms of some practical tips for depression, there's 5-HTP, there's inositol, there's hemp, there's amino acids, there's rhodiola, there's theanine. There are a lot of things that either make antidepressant Celexa and Paxil and Prozac better or neutralize and you don't need them as much or you don't need them at all. I mean, I, I work with many clients so that they don't need to take Clonopin or Xanax for their anxiety. But lastly, I want to end by saying that to deal with stress and emotions and depression more effectively, powerful questions can be really useful. So mentally, one could ask myself, how could I dance between the notes? How do I need to slow this monkey mind down? How can I create space? I remember somebody said, what's space? Are you in California? What's space? I said, well, that's a great question. What is space? But when you're experiencing space in your life, you know it just like you know it when you're overwhelmed. You know it. Mm -hmm. So there are different questions when it's mental challenges that are causing somebody stress. And when it's emotional stress and somebody's wanting more peace, wanting more to calm, they can ask themselves, what could help me feel more safe? How could I release this feeling? Because depression is really depressed anger, depressed grief. And it sometimes is too much of a code word, Dr. Steph, where people can connect to the emotion underneath the label of I feel depressed or anxious. And they could turn it around and say, if I'm feeling anxious, what do I need to trust more? What could I learn to connect to my ability to trust? How could I release this sadness or grief if it's depression? And then the question might be as well, I don't feel safe. I don't, I don't know how to deal with anger. So that's an awful lot, huh? It is an awful lot. And, but I know where people can hear more. One place is you're coming to be a special guest speaker at Crossroads Chiropractic at the Pembroke location on May 9th. Free workshop, stress and distress. Um, So you can call Crossroads Chiropractic for an RSVP free, but do reserve your seat. Call us at 224-4281. And also call to get a free exam because you guys doing your chiropractic is another fabulous tool to help people with their stress and depression. Absolutely. Chiropractic can be a great tool in, in helping reduce stress. Um, there's also the possibility of getting your book. It's available on Amazon, Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health and Healing. And there's also um, an online program that you run, the Love Your Body program. People can go to drbarrytaylor.com for more information on that. So thank you for being a guest today. We are out of time. We wish you a healthy, happy, wonderful weekend. And the show has been sponsored today by Crossroads Chiropractic. This month you can have a complete exam with any necessary x-rays for just $49. Find us on the web at crossroadschiropractic.com or give us a call at 575-9080. That's 575-9080. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time here on The Pulse and WEMJ.